Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is two men on with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back live on the program at the Albuquerque Duke store. Special extended hours tonight till 7 o'clock. Doc Tony's here. He just bought a new hat. After hours hats, baby. You bought that for your kiddo? I got this for my kiddo, but now I need to have one. So it's going to happen. You guys need matching too. hats. <laughs> yeah, I need match. to have one now. So I'm, wearing, I'm currently repping the Dallas Cowboy color with uh, Albuquerque who? Dukes. Yeah. Albuquerque Dukes and blue. That's all. Moving forward, I'm only wearing Dukes gear. Have I talked to you about this yet, Jock? So I'm only wearing Dukes gear because we went to the Super Bowl over the weekend, and I saw so many loser 49er fans and their loser 49er gear after their team was lost, and they were self-identifying as losers that I'm no longer interested in allowing myself to, to wear apparel of a team that could possibly be losers. So I'm going with perennial and forever winners, Albuquerque Dukes. Where's my Jets hat at? The best forever. Cause you, you could mark me loser. That's fine. When you put on jet scare, you know. <laughs> I wear that with pride. All right, so let me get this straight. You throw on some New Jersey jet scare, you go outside, and people immediately start to boo you. That's oh, I love the attention. See, oh god! Uh, I'll wave to them. I'll give them a presidential wave. Thank just you. like the New Jersey Jets yeah. organization. I'm gonna be like, yeah, don't rem- don't forget, we started the fall of the Eagles this year. Remember that? Van and I were at the Y all morning. There were a ton of people. At the Y. Like, I thought all the resolutioners were supposed to have quit by now. Like, how has the Y, like, created such a cool culture to, like, keep everyone around? It's just a community, man. Isn't that cool? Everybody comes for the free coffee in the morning. And that the community is just, that's what gets everybody. That's contagious on its own. So people come and hang out just like yourselves. We worked from the Y all morning, and then I was up against it. I went downstairs, like, worked T-shirt muscles faster than I've ever worked T-shirt muscles in my Mm. life. (laughs) Ran out without a shower. Went to meetings all day long, and now I'm sitting here with you guys. Oh, yeah. I bet you smell lovely. uh, I did a... uh, This table isn't long enough. Did a locker room bath, which is... uh, Ah. Hey, we got full showers at the Y, I didn't have time. (laughs) Really? Just uh, hit the Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just Just the important stuff. It is, it is super fun, though, right? Because, like, obviously all these new faces came in in January. We're mid-February now. It's basically March. Yeah. And they've had six weeks. And this is just – this is the maybe not the best analogy. Do you guys remember going to college in the beginning of a semester? No one was friendly and the halls were quiet. And everyone would just go from station to station, classroom to classroom. Mm-hmm. But you put, like, a month in. You put six weeks in. The whole thing is just laughter and fellowship and fun. Yeah. And you guys have that right now. Yeah, it's been really cool um... – you know, we've been doing this thing to kind of build that community on Thursdays. We've been asking everyone to wear blue shirts. And all our new members that we got last month, we even gave them some cool white. Blur's sh- Day. I like that. We even gave them some cool white <laughs> shirts. <laughs> so I didn't say Jets on it, but next ones. The, I don't believe, because the YMCA only endorses winners. If they had a Duke shirt, I'd be like, that tracks. Them having a Jet shirt would be, that, that wouldn't be on brand. They, that's just showing how loyal they are, that's all. You know, being a Jets fan is like a loyalty thing. It's kind of like being a Cowboys fan. We lose together, and we sit in the same place when the playoffs comes around, and even if they win home. two more games than me. 
When can when can all these kids uh, sign up for futsal? Now I, I want to pull. I want to pull like a waste management and go help heckle these kids. Yes, now is the time to do that. So we got basketball, futsal, and volleyball registration open for our spring league that starts in April. So that's going to be great to take your kids to the end of the year and make sure to get all that energy out, get them working out. Um, and then we'll have some more stuff coming on coming up in March. Also, we'll have summer camp registration. So if you're not thinking about summer, now's the time too because that fills up fast. And also, it's cheaper now. Yeah. Yeah, get in early. Make get your in. plans. Yeah. Put in the calendar. For sure, for sure. So we got a lot coming up, especially for the summer. I'm planning on trying to get some athletic performance camps going, try to teach these young athletes how to be athletes, Ooh. take care of their body, nutrition, all stretching, some yoga in there, some weightlifting, all of it. So you want any baseball classes? You need me to teach uh, some little mound action? Do not teach a curveball to a 12-year-old. Why not? Oh, it's too soon. Oh, it's too soon. Too soon? Yeah. Too soon. Like 16? Yeah, 16. Yeah, 16. Right. Really? I was yeah. throwing circle chains up at 12, so. Yeah, how'd your career work out? Really good. Really, really good. Yeah. Stopped in high school, but it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I batted over 300 in high school, That's man. nothing to do with pitching. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> you pitch so bad, they're like, at least let him hit. <laughs> yeah. That's what I played first base, man. I was really good at catching. Well, yeah, and, you know, it's funny because we joke a little bit about it, but, like, you were a real good athlete growing up, played collegiate football. Like, you want – we were talking off-air a little bit about you in high school, when, like, doing very well in high school and winning mm-hmm. a bunch of games, and you've coached a ton. How would you allow your players to get to the Super Bowl and not know what the overtime rules are? Like, how would a coach mm-hmm. allow his team to get in a situation in the biggest game of the year and the most crunch time of the year? He's like, everyone gather around. It's time to learn the rules. Like, how does a coach fail as bad as Mike Shanahan failed? Yeah, we would have been having that talk right after that whole Bill situation when they had their overtime little fiasco. We right. Have, well, hey, guys, we're calling an emergency meeting. Make sure you guys all understand if, as a coach. You, can, you, can't blame, you can't blame the employees. I know NFL player. They should all know the rules. I'm not an NFL player. That's easy, like low hanging fruit. You're you're a super fan, though. You you know more than the players. <laughs> it's on the organization. It's on the coaches in the front office to make sure mm-hmm. everyone is knowledgeable about the rules. You don't see like guy who works at Arby's knows the level of trans fat in the oil. Like you don't. No one gets. No employee gets that specific. Employees show up and do their job. If you don't. Well, that's part ask, of the job. If you don't ask more for them, if you don't demand more from them, if you don't educate and teach them yourself, they're not going to do it. That's part of their job. That's they they fail themselves. The coach failed them. The players failed themselves. It comes from the top down. There, you, man. have you guys ever watched any of those like panel things where it's like um, uh, they're interviewing like Star Trek guys or whatever, and they're like, "In episode twenty-one of the third season on a Star Trek." Uh, there was a continuity issue whenever you, you went on the away mission. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, totally. And the, and the actor is like, what are you going on about, bro? That's what NFL player is. Yeah. Like, NFL <laughs> super fan and nerd reporter is like, is like, hey, were you, were you concerned about changing the direction of the field on overtime because of the uh, the chanting of the heavily layered 49ers fan? And they're like, we, there was a second part of overtime? Like, we had no idea. <laughs> we were just going to win the game right now. Yeah. That's what fo- football fan is the biggest nerd fan. They're like Star Trek fan for star football. Yeah, I can agree with that because I was 
definitely trying to explain some football this weekend. <laughs> they were like, whoa, whoa, you're way over my head at this point. I was like, you know what, let's just, just uh, touch down yeah. and field goal. Like, have, have any of you guys met a football Swifty yet? Yes. Like who just delved into football yeah, recently? One. Yeah, I met one. They, yeah. they know more than all of you already. Oh. You guys are way behind the eight ball now. Swifties are maxers. They yeah. learn everything about everything. They're on YouTube. There were so many. Taylor's. I bet they knew about the overtime rules. A hundred percent, they did. Yeah, and they knew how the Chiefs were going to play it out too. Yeah, they they should have been hollering at the 49ers before that game to you know educate them. So many Swifties watched their first Super Bowl this year, like the probably the last two. You you don't think they'll tune in again? No. Wait, why are you saying that? Though? Uh, you think that Kelsey is going to make it to her, with her till next year? Oh, okay. If you would have said, do I think Kelsey will make it to another Super Bowl next year? I would have said yes because radio. But realistically, probably not. Because <laughs> it's going to be the Jets. You don't think they'll watch the Super Bowl again if Taylor's boyfriend's not in it? I don't think they're going to watch the Super Bowl if Sauce Gardner's in the Super Bowl. No. The, no one can watch the Super Bowl in your Madden season. Doc. <laughs> 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 yeah. So it's not going to happen. We gotta get healthier. Yeah, who is Sauce dating, anyways? Like, are they, are they even like a, a fraction of Taylor Swift? Because that's the only way to do it. Is anyone? Um, I would say she's a fraction of Taylor Swift. Well, everyone technically. She's is a like, fraction. she's coming up. She's a coming up artist. Red, oh. Red, somebody. I don't know her name, but she's a coming up artist. She has this little Megan Thee Stallion kind of song out there that's catching these young folks in Houston. I'm looking her up. I have heard of her. I do know who you're talking about. It's not for me. I have no idea who you're talking about, but I'm going to find out. I am a pinkies out hip-hop head who Sexy Red? A lot. Yeah, Sexy Red. <laughs> sexy Red, yeah. Who knows a lot what's going on right now, and that one is not for me. Miss me with Ice Spice, too. Doja Cat, though, she hits. Doja Cat? Yeah. Miss me. Yeah, Ice Spice don't catch. That makes my that is awful. ears bleed. That like. is awful. <clears throat> For sure. Uh, this, Did this? you check out Ice Spice at the Super Bowl, though? You like her little get-up that she had on? I thought that was Carrot Top for a quarter and a half. As <laughs> <laughs> soon as I seen her. I was like, oh, my God, little orphan Annie is tan. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy Red has lived a life that we have not lived. Yeah. I. You know, you find people like that, and you ask yourself, what the heck am I doing? Like, Right? What am I doing right? <laughs> Because all the wrong things got her. What fantastic <laughs> decisions have I made and stuck with? She, oh gosh. Well, yeah, yeah, it's just as bad. Yep. This is. Look up Sexy Red, everybody. It's just as bad as he's. It's and that's. This is bad. Terrible And that's bad. Uh, Sauce Gardner's lady friend? Yeah. Okay. She's come to a couple of games in Jersey. The, um, if you Google Sexy Red, there is only. One people also ask question. You know, usually on Google, there's tons of relative questions on there. Yeah. Um, the only question is: Is Pound Town a real song? <laughs> That's the only question. Here's the headline. I so, cannot wait to listen to Pound Town. I had to undo Safe Search for this to come up, and it's uh -huh. from a website. I don't know. If you've got, I've never heard of this website. Bet.com. Are you guys familiar with that? No. Bed.com. Bet. B, B E T. 
Black Entertainment Television? Okay, BET.com. I yeah. thought it was bet.com. Okay. That's on, that's on, on me. On. Wait, 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 Patrick, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, let's flip over that rock and let's just, uh, That's on to me, the world. E-me, I thought it was bet.com. You know hip-hop is 51 years this year, right? So BET has been around for a while for us. Cool. It, you can see my confusion. Yes. Bet.com. Yeah, does this redirect uh, me to DraftKings? Yeah, I was a little confused. <laughs> so here's the, this is, a, this is a real headline word for word, okay? Mm-hmm. Quote. Sexy Red marks birth of her second child with a tease of her new music video. Following her child's birth, she twerked and made it rain cash in the hospital room. That's the kind of baby mama you need, man. No, I'm not mad. (laughs) I'm not mad at this behavior at all. Hey, drunk guy who ruined the waste management open, you're despicable. I hate you. What city do you guys believe Sexy Sexy Red Red? is from? What city do you believe she's from? Not from New York. Thank you, Lord. guys. Something awful. Something oh, yes, like, 100%. Something awful in the Midwest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Please tell me it's St. Louis. She's from St. Louis. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh, I love it. And quote, you didn't know about Sexy Red. She puts a selfie of herself on the Internet. It says, quote, me waiting to get discharged from the hospital so I can hit the block with the guys. Who's taking care of your baby? Is this Sauce Gardner's baby? Sexy Red. She probably don't even know. She's just claiming it as hers because it came out, and she don't know who daddy is. I mean, it could be like a shtick, like Riff Raff. No, I'm looking at the twerking. Is this like, well, I mean, no. Oh, twerking can be real. There. Oh, this is just unfortunate. Uh, Shake Your Dreads is a hit maker. All right. Well, don't go to bet.com unless you want to see this. BET.com. <laughs> if you want to get hooked on some black culture. And when you're done, come to the YMCACNM.org and get some real stuff local. Like, like I got a, I got a good one in at the Y today. As hungover and haggard as I am from eight days in Vegas, you are past I'm hungover. starting to turn it around thanks to the YMCA. My bias tries. And sleep and water and vitamins. My bias tries and chest are not good in this moment. I, I will say, I since legs. I've seen you this morning uh-huh. to now, you're like a total different person. Well, so. I got a good workout. I got a sweat in. I got a workout in. I took like a 25 minute disco nap. I took a shower. Like, I'm working. Okay. Like, I'm going to be the most self-care dude in the history of dudes the next couple weeks. I got a lot of catching up to do, Jacques, and I'm going to do a lot of it at the YMCA. Go for it, man. I welcome you. It's open house week at the Y also, so bring all your friends. It's free for them also. All the way till Saturday. Everybody. It's lovers week, so we want you to come <gasps> with your partner. Bet.com launched on February 6, 2000. BET. Not February 1st. You know, it was like TRL on the MTV and then... 106 in Park on the BET. That used to be like the afternoon jam right there. Come 106 on. in Park used to be on top of the world there for a minute. <laughs> Word. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you can go. Yeah, there's no betting on this thing at all. There's no betting. Okay. You know, you learn about Grammys and new artists. Artists. Hip-hop. Don't worry, Post Malone's on there. I don't too. think they call them Grammys. I think they call them Anties. On BET. <laughs> Jock, thank you so much, brother. Before we get back, 45 minutes left of the program, and we're one day away from pitchers and catchers reporting. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
Back live on the program, back live from the Duke store, and it's a full house. So hey, Steve, Steve Palmisano rejoins us, and Jock Tony wouldn't leave after he got a new hat. <laughs> yeah, check that thing out, though. Woo! Those hey. Chiefs colors to celebrate the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs? Sure, you could call it that. So it's full on baseball season, boys. And Steve, I need you to hear me out. The Albuquerque Dukes, what they need to do is the Albuquerque Dukes, they need to call Major League Baseball and start making jerseys for all the players because there is an outrage in spring training. Yeah. They say, they being Major League Baseball players, the new Fanatics jerseys are trash, they're garbage, they're bogus, they're no good whatsoever, and everything about them super sucks. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the jerseys have changed a lot. Even the minor league teams are going with the sublimated, you know, there's no embroidery, there's no crest on the front. It's not, not like the old school jerseys. Well, you're like an expert in this thing, right? Like, you know the world about it. And these Fanatics ones, I guess the back placards, like the names don't outrun the numbers anymore. Yeah. It's like squeezed into the middle. They're saying the fabric is like uh, Lucy. I don't know what word mm-hmm. to use, like, yeah. like garbage. Yeah. Quality is down, man. Like, yeah. what is the, like what is the quality of baseball jersey? Like help me understand. Like what, what makes the difference between a good one and a crud one? Uh, for me, the old school ones are the, you know, the heavier double knit, you know, heavy crest across the front with the with the name you got the side patch with the mascot you got the names you got the big numbers but uh, apparently those are too expensive to make anymore so they're going with the lighter fabric uh it's almost like a mesh fabric they're like the the pennies you get in like youth league yeah yeah well it it seems to me like the knockoff jerseys the unofficial MLB jerseys, because you had, I mean, jerseys that you are talking about that, you know, I'm used to are like 150 bucks a pop and you get your money's worth. You take care of it. It'll last a lifetime, but your little 50, $60 jerseys, your knockoffs. I think those are the ones that they're actually wearing now, but they're not 50, 60 bucks. They're still up there. Yeah. They're still charging the same price. But it's a less, it's less quality, yeah. yeah. But it seems like those are the ones, the knockoff jerseys that they, you know, hustle the public for, are the ones the players are actually yeah. wearing now, and everyone's furious about yeah. it. Yeah, and there's no, yeah, there's no difference. The, the 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 ones in the shop that you can buy are the same ones that they're wearing on the field, which is, you know, mesh now, which should never happen. Right, you, the jerseys on the on the players should always be the cool ones. It's like, oh, I want that one, you know. And they're never available because they don't they don't make those for the f- regular fans. But now, uh, you know, it's all it's all one. It's like it's the same low quality uh, version. Do you think Van it has anything to do with keeping the material and fabric light so it's easier for Ho- Jose Altuve to cheat? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, first off, Jose Altuve and Josh Reddick were the only ones that never cheated on the Astros, the only one that can be uh, are completely innocent of the uh-huh. whole cheating okay, scandal. I think it's just to cut costs. Surprise, yeah. surprise, uh, a corporate entity cut corners owned, and, yeah. owned by a bigger corporate entity, owned by a bigger corporate entity, wants to sh- shave a couple bucks off the product, try to make more money. And what they're ruining is the public perception of the exact product that they're trying to put out there. 
Well, my question is, are these players now getting their jerseys for free since they're such poor quality? Those jer- those players get fined for trading jerseys on all for all sports. So I want to know if they're just like giving them out like candy now to the players since they're only paying ten bucks to make. Them. Well, I didn't know they got fined for giving those out. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, NFL, uh, NBA, and MLB. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The well, to me, I think it's you know you know maybe I wouldn't be surprised. Like they they hand out regular fines and and um, deductions. You know, almost every game it feels like to players, but. If you were to say, "Hey, we're going to cut corners, we're going to increase prices, and we're going to we're going to cite demand, and we're going to cite uh, inflation, and we're going to uh, in- incremental price hikes," and by the way, none of that stuff's ever going to come down. And by the way, we no longer have replicas; we just have authentics because we care about you. Um, blah blah blah. Stitching, like yeah. it's just a bunch of verbiage to say we don't have to put the effort in because you're going to buy. Um, the, what, what were you calling it? Me. Sublimated? So, yeah, or heat-pressed or whatever. Yeah. And that stuff's great for a T-shirt. That stuff's great right. for a hoodie. That stuff is not great for your on-the-field, what should be raised lettering, multi-fabric, all those kind of things, because you got to be TV-ready. Right? The first time Ron Acuna Jr. slides in the second base head-first and the Braves logo is just <laughs> peeling off his jersey, they're going to change it immediately. But not until something else like that happens. Because fans will still be buying the jersey. Yep. Everyone who goes to spring training with us in a few weeks, they're going to all be wearing their colors. They're all going to be buying these new jerseys. They want to see the, the Nike swoosh on the new jerseys. But it's not Nike anymore. It's not Nike like trying to produce these products. It's fanatics cutting costs. And it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me if these came from the exact same factories that the knockoff jerseys from the past decade have overseas. Well, it, your DH Gates and your Alibabas and... All that stuff. It has the same um, swoosh, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's still the Nike swoosh jersey yeah. made by Fanatics. Right. And and the day of Taylor jerseys is currently here. Like, I'm going to say Vince Coleman invented tapered tight baseball pants. I don't know if that's true. I'm going to say it. So whenever the fireworks show started putting on skin-tight pants so you could run around the bases, everyone started doing it. That's what baseball is now. And if you can't have a tailored uniform out there, because when you try to adjust your uniform, it falls into a million pieces, it's going to be a sloppy, gross game. Yeah. It's going to be – guys are comfortable in what they're comfortable. What's that cat's name, Van, that you like, that pitcher? Oh, man. Shohei Otani. No, Robbie Ray, who wears the super tight pants. Yes, please. <laughs> Give me all of that. You know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, a, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a knicker and high sock guy over and over and over again every single time. Because that's part of the look. That's part of the thing. And if these guys can't get there, you play how you look. Like, And I'm, I'm not trying to be over-analytical on it. I like the full pant all the way to the shoe. Are you down oh, to the heel? Yeah. No, it's, I hate that. Yeah, miss me with that. No, I'm not trying yeah. to wear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the Knickers. Show all those socks off, man. Mm-hmm. Stirrups. I mean, what are we doing? Like, go all the way up. Like, all put the them, way. Put them over the thing. I'm talking like, I'm talking old school, like 1867 Cincinnati Red Stocks. <laughs> like, give me <laughs> those all wool. Yeah, give me the whole thing. Thick. Yeah, you going to play cricket or baseball? Yeah. Like, that's what I want. It's it's going to have, they're just going to be embarrassed. Like, the uh, remember when Zion... Was yeah. in college and he cut and his shoe exploded. Yeah, it's going to take a moment like that to where they're like, "Oh crap, I guess they need the quality stuff again." Yeah. Cut them a check. We got to do this all over again. Well, and I'm I'm over here thinking like it's all work, right? Because you know I am. 
So I'm like, oh, okay, you put out this crappy. Miles Mikolas went on the internet today pretty famously, mm-hmm. and he's pitched for the St. Louis Cardinals. Going, it's not be aware. And he was like, this thing is cheap. <laughs> that was it. That's the whole yeah. like interaction. And you'll be halfway through spring training or the start of the season, and Major League Baseball will be like, we're rolling out better jerseys. Yeah. And now you buy a second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. They got you. They yeah. got you twice. No doubt. <sighs> Fanatics low-key sucks. It hasn't had a great reputation for a long time. They, they bought up a bunch of stores. They bought up everybody, yeah. yeah. They're the WWE thing, and we were at that Royal or that WrestleMania kickoff thing. They had a little booth outside, and they were like, yeah, every shirt's made like a box. They're not good. They're $45. And people were like, nom, 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 nom. Yeah. I, I bought one. I, I mean, I got two Jets ones, so I ain't even going front. Yeah. From Fanatics specifically? Yep. Yeah. And I even bought my for Christmas I bought a Chiefs jersey for the in-laws so he can wear it during his Super Bowl game. And Yeah. The day of un-licensed, like, like, street-side, like, fun slogan T-shirts is too far gone. Like, I very much miss going up to the game and being able to get, like, a like a from the street corner, a red and white, but it's the wrong color red, and the white is a little dull. <laughs> uh huh. And it's not even the Cardinals logo, but it's just like a, it just it says, says Cardinals though. Yeah, and it just <laughs> and it just says birds on it, and you're like, yes, yeah. like let me wear this. Yeah, this is the one I they want. Have my size. <laughs> yeah, and if not, like here, just follow me to the trunk of my car. We'll find it. <laughs> like that was the deal. Fanatics is not the business. Oh, some of these comments are so funny. Fanatics ruins everything they touch, just like the touch of their fabric. Oh, God, okay. That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. And it's that ease of access thing, right? Like, Fanatics came in, and and they're not just doing it with baseball. They're doing it with everything. Everything. But they're like, hey, we will take the whole process away from you. Like, we'll, we'll print it. We'll ship it. We'll handle it. We'll run your online store. We're the whole thing. We just hand you money. And how incredibly hard it is. For people to say no to mm-hmm. one-stop shop. If you're going to buy it, you're going to buy it. Yeah, but, but then it's like St. Louis Cardinal shirts are the same design as the uh, New York Yankees shirt, as yeah. the Dodgers shirt, as you know, Expo shirt, whatever, whoever. Well, Nike's been it, doing It's the, all the same. Yeah, Nike's been doing this for years. A really good example of the one is the one where they had the, like, I don't know how to describe it. The outline of a football, but it was like, not barbed wire, but it was like shaped like a football, but it was just like the laces. And then they had just had every team logo in the middle of it. Yeah. And it's like every shirt is the same. Yeah. Like there's there's something super lost. You have a really good Duke shirt here where it's uh, the old school, old school, the Albuquerque Dukes logo, and he's swinging and it says Albuquerque Dukes, and it's following the swing path of the mm-hmm. bat. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And every team should have something of that energy. Every team should yeah. have that fun thing. Um, but now we just all look the same. Oh, but the the fanat- same and Fanatics does the same thing with college. So it's the, all the colleges are, are have the same shirts, same designs, just different mm. names. It's all this, it's just going down to to everything. Jock, you're of the culture. If you if you find like a design you like it, with Fanatics, it would be easily accessible to get that design literally in every colorway. Like, does that matter every to you? Every colorway for every it, team. I could probably get a Gotham City football yeah. and Browns colors. Like, <laughs> it's terrible right now. <laughs> so wild and weird to me. So to wild me, it's the, it's the expensive boots analogy. You know this one, right? If 
you can afford to have one pair of $300 boots. They will last you 10 years. Or you can only afford $30 boots, but you got to buy two pair a year. So you're paying double. The $300 boots yeah. that last 10 years yeah. are half price compared to the 20 pairs of $30 boots you need that cost $60, $600 in the same time frame. Yeah. It's the same with these jerseys. Yeah. You could buy one $150 yeah. jersey, and it'll last you a lifetime if you take care of it. Or you're going to go through one of these jerseys, these cheap ones, every single year. You wear it a couple times. You wash it. The thread starts coming out. The, the first jersey, time. Yeah. The color doesn't hold, and you're just going to buy another one next year. Well, you know, with all these players getting traded around so much also now, so that kind of – I can understand cutting the cost for that. Okay, there's that too. <laughs> they just go, just go through the system now. I think if we went back and looked at all the brands for all the years, we, we would have fun doing that, going down that memory lane. I don't know if there was ever a better baseball brand than Majestic, as I personally recall. And I don't – I can't even think of anything else they ever oh, did. Oh, man. Majestic made baseball stuff. Majestic yes. and Starter. Starter was it. Man. I mean, yeah, Starter used to have, starter. like, heavyweight tees <laughs> with triple stitching. Yeah, Last forever. was good. Yeah. They're still around. Yeah. They, they just they, do throwback stuff. They just now, do right? throwback Like, license yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 I, oh, I for sure still – you remember Majestic had the little logo right underneath the collar? Yeah. To where you would unbutton your shirt and the Majestic so logo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're so smart, I got Jarek D- Derek Jeter – Majestic jersey, actually. Yeah, I got a Fisher one. Those things hold up forever, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Super sweet. Well, there you go. Baseball jerseys suck. That's how we start I hope the Jets jersey aren't that way. They will be. Now, well, and the worst part about the Jets jersey, it's not just the jersey that sucks. It's the person wearing it, too. Oh, I'll be wearing one. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So you guys know how, in the world of sports, Jack Tony joining us from the Y, Steve Palmasano joining us from Albuquerque Dukes. I think I said Mike Shanahan earlier in the show. I obviously I meant Kyle Shanahan. So you know how Kyle Shanahan can't win big games? <laughs> like, that's a fact now? Yeah, so, 0 for 3 in the big ones. So he was asked at, like, the year-end press conference thing with him and John Lynch. So the question was, hey, how come you can't win the big game? He says, quote, when you say big games, we had to win a bunch of big games to get to the Super Bowl. Say that the Niners can't win big games would be an extremely inaccurate statement. Oh, that's how losers talk. That's just the last game they have trouble with. (laughs) The the 28-3, that one is an epic L. Yes. But the other two were to Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Like, if you're going to lose to somebody – that's like the good ones. Like barely even counts. Yeah. Ah, uh, they lost to a young Patty though. Still Patty. Nah. Still Andy Reid. Mm, yeah, I give Andy that. Young Patty. He was still. He was the Brock Purdy of the world at that time. But Steve, and, and there's a common yes. theme in all of these L's. One of them, especially. All you had to do was run the ball. Yeah. All you had to do was keep feeding Christian McCaffrey. Both games, that's all you had to do was run the clock out. You think? Make them burn their timeouts. They're not even they're not, they're not even able to tie you at the end of that football game if you run the ball. Uh, 
Also, um, also missed extra the points. Had that game up front, muff man. punts and <laughs> yeah, all kinds of other stuff. Up front, the Chiefs had that game all day. Weird injuries. No, first half they didn't. And I have a sample size of two or three very rel- like recent games, and I have like a narrative I need to push. So Shanahan is the worst. <laughs> he can't do it. He's no good. He'll oh never get good. He's only in this position set up for success because John Lynch <laughs> and John Lynch is going to have to. Find a coach that can actually do it. Kyle Shanahan is not a big game coach. He's he's just there for getting you to the big game. That's the players over there, man. I'm sorry. We hold on to the they hold on to the ball. They don't fumble the ball inside the red zone. That's that's seven points, three points. We probably don't have to go to the overtime. There were too many turnovers in the first half. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes turns it over too much. I'm not trying to be that guy right One now. One time is too much? Well, but in his run, like too many times. I think he's up to, like, five interceptions in the Super Bowl. And I get that he's played in a lot of Super Bowls. All, he played in all of yeah. them? <laughs> but, like, that's too many times. Like, you just don't turn it over that much. Tom Brady never turned it over that much. I think a, a lot of teams in the NFL, when I say a lot of teams, I mean, like, 25 to 27 of them would trade their coach for Shanahan right now. If I'm the Packers, if I'm the Lions, if I'm the Eagles, I'm good. And those are the only yeah. teams in the NFC you need to worry about. I'm good. They don't need Kyle Shanahan. Uh, yeah, Packers are set. Uh, Los Angeles Rams are set. Kansas set. City Chiefs are set. The Chargers Miami are set. Miami Dolphins are set. The Dallas Chargers Cowboys are set. Are set. Are set. Uh, the Cowboys, Cowboys would set. have been set if they signed <laughs> Belichick. Everyone else think, would trade their Shanahan's coach for Shanahan, Shanahan immediately. Shanahan's a good coach. Yeah. I think he's going to get better as time goes on. I'll take him in New York right now. has he been there? See? Your Jets. I would take him in New York right now. Yeah. We win nine games. And we probably have a backup quarterback. Like he would have signed. I don't know he, about he that. He would have signed a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he would have signed a quarterback. He would have probably picked up Flacco early on after Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. So come if back. you're if you're the the 49ers and you're Kyle Shanahan, you have to stick with what got you there, like doing those weird gadget dump offs with too many motions and taking all the heat off of Brock Purdy and doing a little dump off to. Debo or Kittle or one of those things. They do that. They've done that all year, and they've been very successful. Just handing off the ball to Christian McCaffrey and just running out the clock, that's not in their mindset. I mean, that's not how they play football. Hindsight being 20-20, should they have? Yes. Sometimes it feels like he's into his play sheet too much. Right. Well, he also had a lot of penalties up front that he was dealing with. He had Trent Williams get two back-to-back penalties. Yeah. He got a false star on one and then a holding on another. Yeah, Trent and Williams. That, that holding, I can't, as a left former left tackle, I can't really put that on him because, you know, Purdy was coming out of the pocket, but I mean, it is what it is. Keep running those feet, but it's, you had some problems up front trying to keep up with the Chris Joneses of the world, so it's, it's kind of hard to say. Final, a good game. final segment on a Tuesday when we get back. The I-9 Varsity of Things You Hate About Your Coworkers. It's two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Reasons You Hate Your Coworkers. League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com, 505-312-4999. Yeah, an anniversary of uh, things you hate about your coworkers. 
I'm excited for I-9 to see their new autograph Lombardi trophy. They look sweet, dude. That is so I cool. Also, I agree with you, Van. But And what I loved on Radio Row is how many whether celebrities or athletes mentioned how they're involved with I-9. Yeah. Or their kids. Great stories. Yeah. Are you guys my coworkers? Yes, in this okay. instance. Well, say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, on Tuesdays. Say whatever you want. Do yeah. not have enough time. <laughs> Steve, you're funny. First on my I-9 varsity, okay, I <laughs> things you hate about your coworker. Um, I'm going to do the obvious one. I'm going to grab some low-hanging fruit here. Uh, hygiene. Look, oh, totally. Look. Totally. Get it together. We're in close proximity with you. Rick, like a shower, a little soap. Especially hit, after a Hit the pits. Take care of the Bermuda yeah. Triangle. You know, at least the bare minimum. Your hygiene. Look, Tucker. Look, you trust a farian. Take a shower. Look, you can't just put some some patchouli behind your ear and think no one's going to notice how awful you smell. This is for everyone in Great every one. industry. Take care of yourself. Hygiene, number one. Good answer. Jock? No shade at you, man. <laughs> uh, come back to me, man. What? Oh, you got to come back to uh, me. There, Chuck, hey, you know Chuck what? Oh, because you were going to say hygiene, too. That's why. I, I, well, we'll just talk about how we didn't take showers today. Well, not we, just a, an individual. Steve? <laughs> I, um, I, don't, I don't have a lot of coworkers anymore. <laughs> yeah, just say so awful like things about, about Jared. Myself. What don't you yeah. like about your Jer? Jared? Jared's the best. <laughs> I, I can't say anything about him. All right, I got one right here. Every response Amory gives in the group text, mm-hmm. I hate. A. Marie's energy in the group text. <laughs> direct question only needs direct answer. It doesn't need, we don't need to talk about our feelings. We don't need to talk about, we don't need to apologize for the timeliness of response. We don't need, we just answer the question, A. Marie, in the group text. I answer the question just in detail. <laughs> I don't have to respond anymore. Well, in a month. I'm counting down the days. <laughs> I can't she wait got, to be out of this damn group chat. A. Marie? A. Marie has a prison-style <laughs> checklist on her wall. Oh, my God. Etches yes. it. Yes. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go with this. used to happen more in the mornings when I worked the morning shows or morning shifts. When people just leave just a little coffee left in the coffee pot. Oh, I hate that. Just thing. like, it's so rude. And the coffee is right there. We have a billion bags of it. And it's not even enough for a cup of coffee. It's like a little amount. And just restart the next, you know, because on radio, you got short breaks. Just refill the coffee. That bothers me. It's kind of like the charger. Put it back. And it's... the damn charger. It is the common charger. courtesy, Amory. That is a very good answer. Sorry. Oh. I just drives me nuts. Uh, well, next guess, on my eye. Oh, you got one finally? I got, I got you in? You stepping in? All right, let's go. So the one thing that I absolutely can't stand is people not putting stuff back oh. where it belongs. You Especially take a key out of the box, put it back in the box. Don't put it next to the box, top of the box, all that other stuff. Put it back where it belongs so when the next person behind you is looking for it, we can all get to it in a timely fashion. Well, equipment at the gym, too. I can't stand that when people uh. don't put their weights back and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? You don't have... 30 seconds, 10 seconds. Or even just wiping down the stuff. Yes. More hygiene stuff. Look, punctuality. Be on time. It's so easy. Are you talking in the mirror? You don't have to, like, fly (laughs) through. 
traffic put everyone's health and safety at risk? Just leave five minutes earlier. And look, if you're, if you're late to the morning meeting, there's a classic formula here. Bring donuts. Look. It could have been an email anyway. You're going to show up late to this meeting and not bring us donuts or coffee? This is Seriously. you're talking about A Marie right now, and I know you are. A Marie. No, this is, is the, general. This is in generalities. She is the queen of five minutes late, but has to leave five minutes early. So I'm she's not, not late. When am I late? I, how can you be late every day, but then have to leave early I'm every not, day, so you're not late to your next thing? You don't. Why is it selective which thing you're late to? First of all, I. First of all, I work full time at Cumulus. I don't leave this building. I come into the studio at three forty five because <laughs> they make me take a break. <laughs> You're a day late today. Oh. <laughs> I took the day off two weeks ago. Hey, Marie. And you guys were late to Radio Row every day. They were right on time. Uh, it, it was, was a great stick. Thank you. It was funny. It was very funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. I don't know. I got one. To be honest. Oh, so Steve? back in the day when I worked at corporate america it's like you'd send an email and you know that the person's on email because they're responding to other emails but they don't respond to your email mm. so it's like it's either you or it's you as van and the they just thing. don't <laughs> they just it's even worse they're picking now. and choosing when to respond and it's like you're speaking you the corporate the van right now yeah. i am the worst at email yeah. Yeah. the worst i'm the only professional in this whole room <laughs> Excuse me, sir? That's not true. You always say that. That's not true. <laughs> I didn't even know you were You're the only one that believes that. Also, when you go to the lunchroom and it's a mess, oh. it's like, who do I work with? <sighs> Stop wearing sweats to work. I cannot stress this to you enough. Stop wearing Crocs to work. Oh, miss me with Crocs at work. <laughs> Unless you're a Crocs chef. They're good for chefs. Nah, not even for a chef. You're going to burn no, your a lot, toes no, off. Burn your toes. No, a lot of chefs wear them. I'm, guys, I know this. Hopefully they have socks on. Are you a chef? Just bacon grease all over your Yeah, no, but I bacon. married one. <laughs> Andrew Zimmern was not dressed in Crocs when he was on he our program. He wasn't on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been online. It was Vegas. Online with AOL. Steve, get that one. AOL. Good job today, boys. Steve, I love the Albuquerque dudes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having thanks me, for being Steve. Here. Yeah, thanks Thank for you for the new get-up. Oh, you heard? You Come to Albuquerque Looking dudes. good. Hey, Marie, 50, 50 on you being here tomorrow. Right. I can't wait to be done. <laughs> <laughs> Van, final words? Check out the opening drive tomorrow morning, and don't miss a second of our program tomorrow. We'll be right back with you. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.